Good morning, this is GM huffing and puffing because I'm a big guy walking over a hill to get to the bus in the morning. I ramble on about games mastering and roleplay and things that interest me. So let's see what we're going to talk about today. Well, today will be different instead of GM walking, it's GM driving. Um, just in case that was a bit windy I just ran my third session of Cataclysm and uh, just wanted to add some very pertinent points to, as games mastering preparation a lot of the time I see players, uh, games masters asking on forums saying how do I games master how do I prepare what do I prepare what do I do and for the longest time I couldn't really help anybody as much as I wanted because it's been a very long time since I had no preparation whatsoever and no idea of the rules or no idea of the system or even now if I pick up a game I don't know I can fall back on just generic standard role-playing dungeon crawling games that I've played before even if the rules aren't absolutely perfect it's all about fun really um, a rule set really just gives you a set of tools to work with so it's not vitally important that the players know the rules off by heart uh, more that the games master once he decides on a rule can stick to that rule so if the movement structure of the game you're playing doesn't have a knockdown rule set and your character's knocked down and because of plot and the games master says oh while you're knocked down you can't do anything in your turn and you have to spend your next whole action to stand up and then you have to spend your next whole action dusting yourself down unless you're in combat in which case you can half defend or something like that because you just made it up you just decided you know what this is the most logical thing so I'm going to add these into the rules right here and now as long as you stick to that in, in the future all games allow for that because players have learned this is the rule and they're going to try to use that rule to their best advantage so Cataclysm doesn't have a rule set per se I mean it has a basic rule set but it doesn't have skill sets it doesn't have monster sets it doesn't have equipment sets all the, all the you know, non-mechanic stuff of rules is not there yet and my players are very nice in the sense that they know that these things don't exist yet and they're having fun just helping come up with crap and whatever thing that pops into their head they go oh can we add this to the game I'm like yeah sure let's, if that's fun let's add that they are fighting a turtle shelled horse legged unicorn horned monstrosity and the thing can kick with a wallop it can jab you with its horn for some serious damage it can snap you with its jaws and it's so very difficult to stab it in the body and do any serious damage except the legs are its vulnerable point so the players are attacking the legs and constantly attacking the legs and, and 
getting in the way of the legs and the legs are constantly smacking them or kicking them really. So this is something to, um, to consider. Um, but other than that, I, I didn't have any other creatures yet. I didn't have any other um, weapons yet. It's all play by ear. The players managed to tear apart the, um, the monstrosity and using the legs of the creature, they fashioned some bone blades and some bone daggers. Now the stats for that I worked out pretty easily because I knew how I could do that pretty quickly. I've got crafting rules already, so it's just using the bone crafting rules. Um, but still, having that monster, having that one monster and the stats of that one monster was the, the hard part to make up because I didn't have any anything to work with at that point because everything has to be some sort of horrific monstrosity. Uh, and so that put me in a situation where I was stuck and then I realised this is the feeling that other games masters have when they, when they don't know the system well and they don't know the game well and they're like, uh, uh, what do I do? And for me it's just the confidence to make stuff up quickly and as long as I stick with it and the players will be happy. They, in this particular instance, of course, the players knew I was making stuff up as I went. I was engaging them and getting them to make up stuff. And I guess this is where the movement of getting players to run the narrative as much as the Games Master starts coming from, where you've got a couple of Games Masters who've played before who are letting maybe a new player become the Games Master. And they're saying, well, why can't we help? Maybe we can help the plot and the storyline and the and the flow of the game and so you see these new games popping up where players are co-gming the plot or groups of gms can sit down and play the game together personally i don't understand that style it makes no sense to me it's almost if i have a group of friends who are all avid role players who've played for a while who know this genre well enough I can have a discussion with them very easily and we can say well what if what if this happened and then if that happened then what if the next thing happened why restrict any of my what ifs with rules creativity sometimes works better when you've got some constrictions some some rules to say okay here's here's the rules and our group would make those rules up as we go in the sense of well this is fantasy so let's stick to fantasy let's not add anything sci-fi um it's semi-medieval with uh, low magical access but high magical creatures the world of magic is there it's accessible but the knowledge of how it works is low and only naturally occurring magic things happen and then we go from there or oh, what kind of a creature would exist in this world or how would that exist and maybe let's talk about some plot or some backstory or maybe there was a character in the background who did this thing and he defeated this thing in this special way which and then we'll just discuss it. And then that becomes law as a result of the discussion. So 
I can sort of see people who aren't yet fully creative wanting to do that but needing prompts like improv classes a lot of improv classes I just I think are just it's learning how to improv learning how to riff off of each other learning how to build um, a coherent logical flowing stage performance you know where the audience goes yeah that's that makes sense that's logical and role playing with a group of games masters is sort of like that but I guess though maybe there's just a point in which you've done it enough that it's not interesting anymore and so that's why I don't understand those kinds of games so I think it's an important development phase I think it's something that every games master should probably practice and play through I think games masters should go to improv classes and learn those tricks and techniques I think games masters should be to a certain extent knowledge hungry if a games master learns everything there is to know about everything over the course of their lives they're going to have more tools more abilities when the storyline or the plot lines up with something they're more than likely going to have the skill set to be able to draw from that knowledge and put it into play that's one of the reasons if not slash excuses that why I left Australia and travelled was I wanted my games mastering skill to go steps above and beyond average games mastering I wanted to do this professionally so I thought okay what is the skill set of the most professional games masters and I think world law and experience in world law is in the top 10 it's vitally important that when a player says I'm going to haggle with the shopkeeper that the games master is experienced in how different kinds of haggling works how does it work in real life and and how do players experience that if the games master's never done it before and doesn't know how it happens it's going to be very difficult for him to role play a a shopkeeper or vendor haggling hopefully you're playing a system that when the games master and the player don't understand haggling that at least the dice can replace the role-playing mechanic as a backup Um, combat is done already in most systems and certain skills might be done to a certain thing but uh, not to the same extent of course Um, You'll have a blow-by-blow account of how Hero X drew his sword, cast a spell on his sword, wode into battle and each swing of the blade and each thrust and each parry and each of the aspects of every six seconds in combat will be laid out with rule after rule, but yet a player attempting to persuade a bar wench into 
accepting his coin for a night of frolicking suddenly becomes one single dice roll, success or fail, nothing more. Um, so if a games master has a broad experience of life, he can draw from that to make that more than a single dice roll. If it's a persuasion attempt to win the heart of somebody or to trade with a merchant or finesse a diplomat or something along these lines, the games master can ask how the player is doing it and the skill set that the character has that is appropriate and how that applies and so forth. And all these things are relevant. Anyway, I hope my uh, rambling on about all these different aspects of games mastering tools that just occurred to me that I thought maybe would be important to say has helped. It's a bit of a long um, recording, but um, yeah. So hope your games are enjoyable and I'll catch you next time I'm able to record.